0: What has happened? It is a Nintendo Powercast bonus episode. I have a very special guest, Servant. Sometimes Servant117, sometimes A sometimes digital. What's up, baby? How
1: are you? Howdy, howdy. How are you? I am doing great. It is everybody's favorite Discord conversation starter. <laughs> I love yes, it. Yes, I'm I'm I cl- I'm claiming that title is everybody's favorite discord conversation starter, t-shirt, and you know taxes pending that's my new name
0: hey that's great that's great well speaking of the discord guys head on over to n64josh.com slash discord you could jump in to the conversation there today's topics were tattoos if you're watching if you're watching you're seeing my mario kart tattoo uh servants got some tattoos there as well like yeah it's uh uh it's 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 a fun time over there today I see we can actually in the discord, you can see your full sleeve right now. I have it open. I'm, I'm, I'm looking right now. So N 64 josh.com slash discord. If you guys are just listening to the audio, there's a sweet street fighter blanket behind you. I have to point. I just got a street fighter 2 t-shirt the other day, which I was very excited about. So, love,
1: love street fighter.
0: Same, same. We should throw down sometime.
1: Oh, you would crush me. I'm a, I'm a great dad, but a mediocre gamer. <laughs> see
0: i'm a mediocre dad but a great gamer so it works out so we're, we're perfect together <laughs>
1: yeah the
0: yin and the yang excellent perfect <laughs> um lastly guys i want to let everybody know about immortalprime.com that is the marketing and talent agency that i just started with my boy dj and if you are needing seo or a new website head on over to immortalprime.com and reach out we would love to help you grow and scale your business if you are a content creator that would like to get in touch with other businesses reach out to us there and if you're a business that would like to do some uh some influencer marketing we are also your one-stop shop so uh, head on over to immortalprime.com now for this bonus episode Let's get to know Servant a little bit, all right? You got a little, you got a little history with Nintendo and gaming in general. We've done a, we've done a few oh, episodes on the the Xbox Now podcast, which you guys have probably heard. Uh, we've we've been a little bit behind on that one, but man, there's all there's all kinds of Xbox news, especially the last week. Like the Xbox Factor podcast, I think, has gone to five days a week now. There's so much, yes, there's I so have. much going on in Xbox land. So, so, but let's let's. One of the things I want to start doing is kind of some of these like more community focused shows where we we get to know people in the uh in the community, in the Discord. And if you're thinking, hey, it would be kind of fun to be on one of these shows, hit me up, DM me on Discord or on Twitter, and uh we could try to we can try to get you on. So where does it start for you? What NES, SNES, 64, oh. GameCube, Genesis? What what how how are we gonna judge you or love you? That's the question.
1: So There's a duality to that answer. It starts with the Super Nintendo parallel with the NES. So I had an NES when I was a kid. I was born in 87. So I don't really remember that too much, but my parents got a Super (laughs) Nintendo pretty soon, but they gave the NES to my grandpa. So when I was in Detroit visiting my grandpa, I'd be listening to Tigers baseball and playing the regular old school NES. But when I was home... I was playing Super Nintendo. Okay. Um, and then I owned the 64, the GameCube, which the SNES and the GameCube, I absolutely love. Yeah. And then I completely skipped the Wii and the Wii U and all of the handhelds after the Game Boy Advance. Um, I just, I don't, I don't like motion gaming. I know I'm going to lose a lot of fans with my never owning a Wii conversation. Um, and then the Switch. I, I bought the Switch in 2017 and haven't looked back.
0: Let's, let's, let's look back, though. I want to talk about your ge- favorite games on the NES. What did you play while you were listening to uh, Tigers baseball?
1: Uh, so NES was basically only Mario. Those are the only games I remember my grandpa having were just all the Mario games. Never played a Zelda game. Never played anything else except for Mario.
0: Interesting. Okay. Did you, uh, I mean, at such a young age, did you complete any of them and which, oh, which no. was your favorite?
1: No. Um, you know, I want to say the original was my favorite because that's the one that I vividly remember the most as a kid, okay. you know, as, as an adult, as you play it, your, your retrospect, your nostalgia kick in, they, they kind of battle with your you know emotions along with your knowledge of, you know, I always say, don't let nostalgia get in the way of the facts. Um, but Super Mario Brothers, the first one, is just—it's a perfect game. It's an absolutely perfect game that has aged tremendously well compared to other games.
0: It's 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 such a tough like you're 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 right on there. Like I love the first Super Mario Brothers. I love it. I can there's so much nostalgia to it, right? What's what's interesting is I could be. I could be like, we'll go camping sometimes or like to my parents' cabin and my parents will be there. And I will put on Super Mario Brothers and my mom will immediately stop whatever she's doing mm-hmm. and just be like, oh man, this takes me back. Right. Like this takes me back to to when you guys were all little and she's cooking dinner. And it where it takes me when I hear when I hear the opening notes to Super Mario Brothers World One One, it immediately takes me back to fall evenings. Where this is kind of interesting where my TV. So in my house, we say upstairs, downstairs, downstairs was five steps because it was a it was a rec room that used to be a garage long before I was even born. Okay, Mm -hmm. when I when I was a kid. So that that was the downstairs to me, which was always funny when I'd go to an actual two story house because, you know, there's just a whole (laughs) flight of stairs. But our downstairs was five stairs. And that was our that was like our rec room. That's where we, we played. And then off the rec room were two bedrooms. And that's where my bedroom was at. So when I would wake up in the morning, like, cause I had a 45 minute time limit. So I would get up as early as I could. And I know you were harassing me in discord today. Like, do you ever sleep in? I'm up at 5. AM every day. Um, 5. AM. That, I jumped out specific of bed. Pacific time. that's crazy. Right. And I head to the, I head to the gym. So, um, so I would, I would have to like sneak past my parents' room, turn the TV on, hoping the volume wasn't too loud from what my dad was watching the night before right and then and then I would sit and game and but it's those those fall nights where my mom was probably cooking spaghetti. I felt like we had spaghetti a lot as a kid. The windows are all fogged from from the the boiling of the noodles, and I would just be rocking and rolling on Mario mm-hmm. while she was cooking and 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 my you know my my siblings were running around and doing whatever. And there's just something that's where it takes me every time it's almost like a like a ready player one like getting sucked into VR like the matrix when I hear that music, I can just close my eyes and I can picture everything the brown carpet, the 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 sofa with like the crazy like farm scenes on the sofa like this is this this goes way back right like the giant like wood the TV just surrounded and all the the the, the they're so heavy. I remember when we I remember when we God this is gonna date me but I remember when we got that TV and it was color and I think we had black and white before that. Right? It's crazy, right? But but that's it, it's just wild. And so there's there's definitely something about it. But but Mario 3 did you play much Mario 3 at the grandparents?
1: i did um so as i was older I-, I played more of three and as an adult that it's, it's a great game um okay I still wait think, I still i'm gonna think ask one the question i still think one question. is better
0: i'm wearing the mario world shirt there's been an ongoing, an ongoing long time debate if three or world is better I'm gonna ask every guest this question that has the that has these two games in their past. So what do you think? Three, and you just said you just said three is not as good as one. Correct. Which blows my mind because the 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 raccoon, the different suits that Mario could wear, all of that felt like the the most like like, that changed the trajectory of Mario in my mind. I was just like, wow, there's so much they can do here versus just Fireflower Flower and Starman. Well, Star Power, but it was Starman when it first
1: came out. So I'm, I'm going to answer you, this question in the most servant way possible. Oh, no. To me, Super Mario Brothers 3 is Halo. Halo 1. Okay. It's, it's a great foundation with great beginnings on a hardware that could be improved upon.
0: Okay? Okay.
1: Super Super Mario World is Halo 2. It it took everything that Halo did on that great foundation and built upon it. You can't really have one without the other. I but got I you. think I think World is a step up and I mean that that thing sold to Super Nintendo. Which, you know, arguably is the greatest system of all time. So if it's if it's the linchpin of the greatest game catalog, I mean there's there's no other system that has better, you know, original releases to that platform than the Super Nintendo. And if that's the greatest of the greatest, I think world beats three without even trying
0: without even trying
1: whoa without even trying
0: that's uh what's your at so people can
1: uh (laughs) it's uh at n64 josh on twitter (laughs) yeah
0: there we go all right at servant
1: in the discord
0: yeah okay okay well world world just i mean world i played i played a lot of world i played i had all three of my profiles like all 100 percented you know like everything had moved to the fall color scheme. Cause if you, if you beat it that much, right. I think the question next is what other super Nintendo games. Real, I mean, you've, you've made some statements about the SNES that it is the, that it is the potentially the, the, the greatest console of all time. Right. Okay. So, so I could back it up.
1: <laughs> I have, I have a really, I have a really long answer for this. I love it. Um, Let's go. But, I have the privilege of having two nerds for parents. Okay. So like my parents' first date, they went to go see a Star Wars movie in theaters and then went to an arcade. Love it. So that's that's what they did on their first date. So they they weren't the parents that said, oh, video games are bad. Don't play video games. I played a lot of Super Nintendo as a kid and a lot of JRPGs. Like, I think Chrono Trigger is my favorite game on the Super Nintendo. Okay but the rule was I had to read all the text out loud. Interesting. So I was allowed to play video games as long as I read the text out loud on the screen. So I didn't have a 45 minute time limit. I could play for two hours as long as I was reading and my homework was done.
0: I see. So, so basically every time you hit pause, you'd yell pause.
1: <laughs> yes. Time. Yes. You'd hit because the start just button. Go back to it. Pause. <laughs> so think of, think of your favorite franchises. And okay. their best games are their beginnings. Mario Kart. Yep. So S- Super Mario RPG. Okay. You can say, say Paper Mario now. Donkey Kong Country. Okay. Metroid Prime.
0: Super Metroid, yeah.
1: Yeah. So all of yeah, Super Metroid, Yeah. which led to Metroid Prime, which is the greatest GameCube game. There you go. So name me one staple outside of Mario and zelda from the regular nintendo that is a top-selling ip now for nintendo
0: that'd be balloon fight um (laughs) 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 Uh, punch out maybe um no uh yeah i mean you've got you've got the staples on this on the nest for sure mario zelda metroid so i mean final fantasy
1: you you do not have the video game culture you have now without the regular nintendo Sure. But I don't think you have the fanatics or the collector that you have now without the Super Nintendo.
0: No, it definitely it 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 built upon everything. Yeah. Right. That extra horsepower, the colors, the just what you were what they were. I mean, there were industry professionals that thought Donkey Kong Country was Nintendo's next system. Yeah. Like the Sega executives were like, "Wow, they're they're unveiling their next system right now," and they were like, "No, it's the Super Nintendo."
1: Like, video games are fun. Video games are storytelling. But Super Nintendo at the end proved video games can be art. Mm -hmm. I mean, Donkey Kong Country looked, you know, when you're, you know, eight, seven, ten years old, it looked real.
0: It oh yeah it was that was it looked like you were playing one of the claymation like. And yeah. it, but I mean, and even speaking of like Clay Fighter, you know, that game looked pretty crazy back in the, back I in the day. I felt like
1: I was playing a Saturday morning cartoon.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Well, you mentioned Metroid. and I mean, I've talked about it a lot, but that was the first time that a game invoked like an emotional response for me where it was yep. like, yo, a sacrifice took place that allowed me to keep moving the story along. And that the way that storytelling took place in Metroid was zero dialogue, really and zero text but you because of the way that game starts and then the way that game finishes they what's crazy it's such a long game but they bring you back to the very opening sequence in that game at the very end and the sacrifice that takes place and everything so that you can complete the the mission dude dude like Let's put that game in my top five of all time forever. Oh, easily. It can't be moved. It cannot be so,
1: moved. So I think Super Metroid, because w- when you and I discuss nostalgia video games, very rarely it's the game and what's going on in our life and who we're with surrounding the game. Super yep. Metroid is the first one that I can remember, and I'm sure you would attest to this, is the first one that I have a nostalgia memory for the game and remember almost nothing of who was there with me. Cause I was so immersed in the story.
0: So it's a little bit different for me because my dad was sitting there and I was like, dad, the Metroid just died for me. It just sacrificed like that. thing killed the Metroid. And he's like, what is a Metroid? Will you shut? Is your 45 minutes up? Get out of <laughs> like, I want to put the game on, get out of here. <laughs> you know? I like, I re- I remember like I was, sh- I was shook. I was shook. Yeah. I was like, this is a video game. I'm just supposed to be like having fun and everything. And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this thing up. I'm gonna mess this thing up. That thing didn't die in vain. You know what I mean? And I I love that. I was probably like 12 or something when it happened, but I mean, yeah, I, but I I loved it.
1: Nintendo thrives when they're leading the industry in storytelling. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, so do you think that's why Sony's been thriving so well because of? Oh, their, 100% uh, storytelling. So, I mean,
1: yeah. Look at the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you have the Uncharted games, you have God of War, you have The Last of Us. So for the aging gamer who, you know, yeah, you play games with friends on the N64, but for your, your core nostalgia memories for the people who are 33 and up, a lot of your core memories are playing games, one controller sitting on the floor in front of the TV. Sony and their storytelling is kind of bringing that back. So you have the feel of nostalgia along with the power of the console and pretty good gameplay. Yeah.
0: Which some that, people call walking it. simulators. I get it. I
1: Which get that's it, fine. But-, but, I mean, look at Mario. You're literally walking right and jumping. Like-
0: <laughs> I feel attacked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. 64, you. I feel like you kind of gloss over a little bit. Not, not up there as far as so, the system you really loved.
1: I have a lot of fond memories of playing in 64 games with my friends. Okay. And with my brother. My brother's two years older than me. But compared to the SNES and the GameCube, it kind of gets lost in the middle of those bookends of Nintendo for me. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, like all the wrestling games were phenomenal. Oh,
0: so good. You it's know. so sad that there's the WWF WWE like. Uh, oh, yeah. It kills me. I wish they would make a collection just like the Cowabunga collection, but with those 64 yeah. wrestling games. So game, the, the com- game over.
1: The company who made those is making the AEW wrestling game that's releasing this year.
0: That makes me so happy. And what is that? Is it, it AKI or whatever that company's? Called, uh, yeah, like it, was,
1: that? it was like Ukes and AKI or yeah, jacks yeah, yeah. one of their parent companies
0: right but like right. all
1: like all the control control schemes the same like moving the middle stick on the n64 you Let's get to do that go. with the right yeah so Let's go but i mean you know super mario 64 phenomenal game sure yeah phenomenal game mario kart i mean you know the 64 games there's probably 20 of them that are phenomenal perfect dark i think's probably the best yep uh Winback was my favorite as a kid because I wanted that Metal Gear Solid that I was allowed to play.
0: That is uh, crazy to me. I've never heard yeah. anybody mention that game ever. So, so you you fact, were the one person that was excited when it
1: hit. NSO. Oh, I, I popped! I popped big. I like I like threw my hat off and ran around the house. Um, so 2004 when I got my first job, one of my security questions for my password recovery: well, what was your favorite game of all time? Was Winback 64? No way! Yes, <laughs> love that game. Me that and all 12 is- of us who played it, we loved it.
0: So, I remember when I tried Windback for the first time and I was like, "What is this nonsense?" I was not a fan. And then there was one, I don't remember the name of it, but you it was basically like Starship Troopers where you just fought giant bugs. And that was another mm-hmm. one that was like in there with Windback where I would see those two all the time. All the time. They would always be at Toys R Us or, you know, on the store shelves like just oh, yeah. just saying, "Please, please, please purchase well, me." Know-
1: back then you know half your games you either got for christmas from a family member on clearance or you just bought them because the cover looked cool or you know the back had a real fun description you know there there wasn't video game reviews except for nintendo power and that was just propaganda so you knew they were going to say they loved it
0: (laughs) how dare you
1: (laughs) it was good propaganda i'm not saying i didn't like the kool-aid but it was kool-aid
0: yeah it was it most definitely was so you always speak fondly of the GameCube. Let's yes. uh let's let's talk about it. What what was it about the GameCube that set it apart from the from the 64 for you?
1: So I'm I'm going to go graphics, gameplay oh, immersion. Okay. Um it's it's easier to get sucked into a 3D world than a 2D world. So you give me characters I love from my childhood along with progressing graphics. So you're, you're looking back, but forward thinking that was the perfect combination of just falling in love with Nintendo all over again. I mean, we both like super Metroid and then we get Metroid prime. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. It was a first person shooter on arguably the best Nintendo controller outside of the switch pro controller.
0: So 100%. you have
1: you have a good controller, a great game, a unique looking system. I mean it's it's a, it's a little box. It's a lunch box. Uh what what color did you have? Oh, black, of course. <sighs> yeah. I think I think everyone RH did. You had to go black, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I have two black ones right now. I still don't have an indigo one or the so orange or the silver.
1: I'm boring. I I've never purchased a different con- color controller. Than whichever one matches my original one with my system, so I had like I had all black. I didn't go with like you know spice orange or any of that other stuff. All my controllers had to be uniform.
0: I'm the complete opposite. Well, especially (laughs) with the 64, I had the I had the ice blue. My main 64 was the ice blue with the ice blue controller, the Toys R Us exclusive like neon yellow. Um, I had purchased the Donkey Kong green console i sold that to my parents but i kept the green controller and then i also had that pack in light purple uh clear controller so i had i had four clear control i still have them they're not even they're not worn out which is which is just blows my mind um but i had to, yeah it was all about like trying to have those unique like yeah and i had that purple one I had a buddy who I like. I had to trade him a controller and a hefty a wad of cash, if I remember wow. correctly. I'm like, I need that purple. Like, yep. I need it. Cause there was the only way to get it was to buy a, a, the console. And it was like the second pack in controller was that light purple. So, yep. you know, that yeah, was, but, uh, I was know, a sickness.
1: The, the GameCube also had great third party support, which the 64 didn't really have. So I had all my sports games. You know, I could play NCAA football, NBA Live, all the fun games, and my Nintendo games. So, and, and that's that's kind of what's helping the Switch right now compared to the Wii and the Wii U mm-hmm. is that third-party support. So you have all the games you want along with all the original Nintendo games that you love. It's a perfect combination.
0: What Any non-first-party Nintendo titles on the GameCube that really stand out to you? <sighs> Give you an example for me. Resident Evil was uh, so one of the best.
1: All the Capcom games I loved. Okay, um,
0: Tony Hawk, maybe.
1: Tony Hawk was good, but I think. Uh,
0: How do you feel about playing Tony Hawk on Metal Gear the, that, Solid? Oh yes, Twin okay. Snakes. Yes, okay. Which is not one I've played, but how'd you Ugh. like playing Tony Hawk on that uh, Lucky Charm size uh, D pad?
1: <laughs> not great, not great. Um, but Tony Hawk was just such a good game, you know. And I, I think as a kid, fun. Is sometimes better than function so i i enjoyed the game more than i complained about controlling the game there you go i mean come on you there got go. you got skating you have a good soundtrack i mean what else do we need at our age right exactly
0: <laughs> exactly well, then there was some weird games where it was like a there was like a BMX triple X or whatever. Like there was, yeah, some,
1: the, there was the, some... the Dave Mira games. Yeah, you remember those? <laughs> yeah, that was a little. That
0: was like whoa. There was like a surfing one too, but yeah. like, but yeah, man, the the Resident oh, Evil v- games, v- like
1: Beautiful Joe. What about Beautiful Joe? Yeah. So crazy thing, a few
0: years ago, I found both those games at a yard sale. So they ended up in nice. my collection from a yard sale. So I was
1: excited. Have, for that. have you played Rumble? There are three beautiful, beautiful Joe games on the GameCube.
0: Oh, okay. I think I just have the two. I think.
1: Yeah. At, at one point, I owned every Capcom game that was released on the GameCube. Okay. Even oh, like even cool. like their weird Disney published ones they had.
0: Gotcha. Speaking of Disney, I had that. Uh, I still have the uh, Disney skating game too, which had a super sick soundtrack. It had like uh, Trust Company. And uh crossfade like it had some. It had some. Some of the sickest music while you're skateboarding oh. is Woody and Buzz. You know, like
1: so sports games. Yeah, GameCube.
0: Can mm-hmm. we talk about
1: how good the Mario sports games were on the GameCube? Oh, sluggers. Yes. Come on. Yes.
0: Like I'm looking. I'm looking at them right now.
1: Yeah. How how, how come the Switch can't capture that? Because we're, no we're not getting we're not getting Madden. I don't know. I don't. No know. one wants FIFA.
0: Makes me sad. Makes me sad that we can't that they can't put out something that's just, just a complete package.
1: It just give us all the game. Sad. Just give us all the GameCube sports games on NSO. Yeah.
0: Please. Yes. Please. Yes. Yes. Even the. I mean, the 64 games are also fantastic, but yeah. they're not quite the GameCube level. They're not but, quite I mean, like.
1: They could quite. even. T- they could even time them, for the pro sports seasons. So right. release release football in the fall, release baseball in the spring. That way you still keep subscriptions coming year year long.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. So you skipped the Wii and the the what were you game? What were you playing? Were you gaming much during the, that time?
1: Oh yeah. Uh Xbox, Xbox 360, then PS4, Xbox One. Okay. Um All right. that was that was college for me. So so college for me. I graduated high school in two thousand six. Okay. So two thousand seven through ten was College dorm rooms, Xbox, and way too much pizza. Um, love it, love it. So, but I still played my GameCube. Like I took my GameCube to college with me.
0: That's great. Like
1: I didn't need a week. I had my GameCube. I was fine.
0: So every time I stream on TikTok, I always ask, "What's everybody's favorite Mario Kart?" And you answer
1: every time, "Double Dash." Double Dash.
0: What is about Double Dash that makes it your favorite?
1: It was just so different. Uh, I mean, you had you had two people. So, you're
0: describing all the reasons I didn't like it.
1: Yeah, but that's, that's the thing, though. Like, you you like Mario. I like Mario and Luigi. Gotcha. So you know, as as the younger brother, I had to convince myself Luigi was cool because that right. was all I got to play with. Um, hey,
0: I used to set up Super Mario Bros. a <laughs> two player just so I could yeah. see the green and white. I'm like, hey, the green and white's pretty pretty cool. You know, like yeah. it's pretty cool.
1: You know, I just it was just it was it was different from the rest of them. It still is. I mean, we haven't had another one like that. Thank God. I mean,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't mind it as like an aesthetic, right? Like if we could switch items like the same controls. Yeah. But it was just an aesthetic for people that liked it. And then mm-hmm. those of us that just want the pipe cart the standard wheels and the Bowser glider then we're you know we're we're good. I'm I'm currently holding up my Hot Wheels setup for those of you that are only listening yeah, I which mean, is uh exactly that. So
1: <laughs> Could you imagine being a gamer who is so basic they want to race with just Mario and a pipe cart and like black wheels and nothing else?
0: I have a rebuttal and that is <laughs> because of the meta everybody races with the same thing anyway so take away the stats and just let us play with what we want
1: see i'm with you on that i think i think all the changes should be purely cosmetic they should all have the same exact speed acceleration weight everything just focus on the how it looks i don't even mind if the bigger characters have a higher top speed and the smaller
0: characters have higher acceleration like that's fine. it's just character based at that point right and it's subtle But when you start making the wheels get faster turbos, where's everybody going to go? You know, except for me, because I can't do it. I cannot handle the small wheels. I am team. No small wheels. I will always be team. No small wheels.
1: And you're, you're also team. No motion control.
0: On Mario Kart. Yes, I do use it on Splatoon.
1: Do you really? I do. Yeah. Oh man.
0: And I recommend it. I recommend it.
1: So as a, as a, noted we and we use skipper yes the only thing i have used quote-unquote motion control for is the duke and mode of the street fighter game on switch
0: interesting okay
1: yeah huh everything else i'm straight pro controller
0: gotcha okay cool well i think we just hit 30 minutes i think we're gonna have to do a part two I think we're going to have to get you back and we're just going to discuss Switch titles next that you're into. So
1: That's fine uh, by me.
0: Again, tell people, I don't know about again, but tell people where they can find you if they want to connect with you.
1: So you can primarily find me uh, at Servant in the N64 Josh Discord. Um, That's where a lot of my conversations, a lot of my list, a lot of my irritating people with my hard takes happen. Um, (laughs) Other than that, I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm on all the other social medias, but those aren't really important. Um, I care more about building up the N64 Josh community in discord. Um, hey, we so love at, you for it. But you know, at me there, I, I love talking to people, you know, games are fun. Games bring people together. I say it all the time. People find the community because of games, but they stay because of the community. Um, so just talk to me there. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. If you guys are enjoying these episodes, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. And uh, of course hit us up in the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord. And we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody.